The songs we love, the songs we hate, the songs we've never heard. What do they all have in common? Music speaks to us in ways we may not realize. Discover how to use what you already have to get what you really want. You're listening to Power of a Positive Playlist on the OBBM Network. Here's your host, John Chester. Hello, John Chester, Power of a Positive Playlist and number one best-selling author. We love you, John! <laughs> so it's good to be back. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the uncomfortable subject of dirt and the brownies. Yeah. See, several years ago, I was doing some volunteering work uh, with uh, what they then called at-risk youth. And it was really very rewarding and it was uh, it was very difficult uh, it was something I'd got from working in psych with adolescents and pediatrics and addiction. Uh, and so uh, it was working with these groups and uh, they were just trying to learn some social skills that were outside of the gangs or outside of the regular group of people that was getting them in the trouble and helping them with bad decisions. So uh, during this time, I would meet the kids. We'd do certain things like bowling or we would uh, – some outings. We did camping and these activities were a lot of fun and it made them really uncomfortable even though they were your regular activities. Not like we did, I don't know, tightrope walking. Uh, it was just common things that were, again, outside of their regular scheduled programming. And the very last session I had with them at the end of the summer – I invited him over to the church I was working at, and I said, we're going to have brownies. Everybody loves brownies. And, of course, they'd make, oh, he's going to make the hash brownies. And, well, he's just going to make brownies. Before the kids showed up, I made three different pans of brownies. There were two brand, two pans uh, uh, that were in brown pans, and uh, they were regular old brownies. The third pan, however, after I poured the brownies in there, and it was a blue pan, I'd mixed in a little bit of dirt. I stirred it in there, and then I cooked it. And the kids show up, and I'm pulling the brownies out, and the, the smell wafts through the kitchen, and they're, oh, this is great. And every group always has one kid who thinks he wants to be the leader. This one group with the three brownies, this one kid goes, man, I, 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 I love brownies. These are great. I'm going to have every one of them. Okay, fine. And uh, I said, I, I need your attention, though. I need you to be careful. I put dirt in this pan of brownies right here in this blue pan. I, no, you didn't put – yeah, I did. They look like brownies. They smell like brownies. But they ain't going to taste like brownies. So don't eat the ones in the blue pan. And a handful of them insisted upon. So I cut it. The other kids got their brownies in the brown pan – but the ones that wanted what was in the blue pan, the dirt brownies, I cut it up, put them on a paper towel. There you go. Rock on. Chomp. They eat it. And they call me all kinds of names. Man, you put dirt in the brownies. Hello? I told you that. Now, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I'm the one that made the brownies, for Pete's sakes. You, you've got to be aware of, 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 of what they're telling you. And you have to be aware of things that look like this, and they maybe act like this. In other words, the old duck-duck thing, but sometimes it's really not a duck. All right. Uh, Thomas Keenan, director of the Human Rights Project at Bard College, told Al Jazeera, 
Music, like many forms of art, is how we identify with our culture and our place in the world. Playing music that was intentionally American or foreign was intended to distance detainees from themselves and their culture, as well as to wear them down psychologically. By using mainly hard rock and metal music, detainees became inundated with sounds that are foreign to their ear and thus even more grating and isolating than something they might be better associated with. You see, let's go back in history. When um, England invaded Scotland uh, and Ireland, of course, when they had those issues as well, they stripped away their culture. Uh, they would not allow their music to be played. They couldn't wear their clans, their colors. They couldn't behave. They couldn't meet with the regular people because they stripped away their culture, including, like I said, their music. And in so doing, they made them subservient to what they wanted, what the English wanted. The English, for all their prim and properness, could be real tough fighters, we know that, of course, from our experience with them in the uh, Revolutionary War. So here's another quote. Our brains automatically process music and try to figure out what comes next. This is from Daniel Levitin, a psychological professor at McGill and author of This Is Your Brain on Music. And he told this in New York Magazine in 2009. Any Western music would have done the trick these were tonal structures, and detainees' brains can't figure those out. Tonal structures are mainly 21st century, excuse me, 20th century compositions that are really outside the mainstream of music that you hear on the radio or is put forth by a lot of music platforms. It's, um, it's uncomfortable for most people if you're not prepared for it. See, we like patterns. People behave in a pattern. Uh, people who are uh, mentally fit, people who like safety, they operate in patterns. And their music shows these patterns as well. Going back to my previous uh, quote, when uh, we would be working with detainees that was like in Guantanamo, we would blare uh, American rock music, which operates on a different scale. It operates on a different uh, tonality, and of course, it's a different cultural style of music. If you were to listen to uh, music from the Middle East, they have uh, tonal structures that are totally different. Their scales, their cadences, their beats, uh, and of course, the, the way they sing their songs, just the vocals, are really different, and some people find it quite grating. Why? It's cultural, for Pete's sakes. So what? All right, well... Well, so what, right when I get back after this, this is the Power of Positive Playlist. I'm John Chester. Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. 
to protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Move Freely America. Go to MoveFreelyAmerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. My voice. And my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. MoveFreelyAmerica.org. How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today, that's 469-450-7350. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. And welcome back, John Chester and the Power of Positive Playlist. We're talking about something a little bit more submer submersive, something subversive, that's even better, uh, when it comes to the use of music. And right now we've been talking about how music was used uh, for prisoners at, say, Guantanamo and other places as well. I remember they used it uh, for the Branch Davidians in Waco. Uh, they uh, often use it for the breaking down psychologically of people's mentality because it's foreign music to them. In other words, for the Branch Davidians, they used, if I remember, the Tibetan priests and this chanting, which was foreign to them. These people branded themselves as Christians, and so the music was was foreign. Here's uh, Let me continue this quote that I started, though. Uh, again, this is from Daniel Levitin, uh, author of This Is Your Brain on Music. And he says, any Western music would have done the trick. Uh, again, as I mentioned, these were tonal structures that detainees' brains can't figure out. They kept trying and they kept failing because there was nothing, there was no path, there was no pattern to them that was familiar. They'll listen to music of their own culture and they can hear the patterns. But with Western music, rock and roll, and an example here, uh, it was totally foreign. No pun intended, but it was foreign to their brain. And then he says, just as if I made you listen to Chinese opera, it'd probably drive you crazy. And he's right. And he said they used American music like Baby One More Time, Raspberry Beret, and Born in the USA to mentally break down detainees. So what? Well, have you ever noticed when you listen to uh, commercials, you listen to uh, uh, movies, television shows, the music really does sound a lot of the same. You may have a composer that you like, like I liked uh, 
James Horner, uh, Bernard Herman, people like that, uh, just because I, I they're well, they're familiar to me, but I find their uh, chord structures to be very beautiful, and they paint a nice tonal picture. The other ones are okay too, but uh, if you used no music at all, which I've seen uh, several years ago, I was part of an experiment where they used uh, they showed movies without music, and it was dull. It was silly because the music wasn't there to carry you over to the next scene or to get you emotionally invested. So if you're watching, say, a political uh, uh, commercial and they'll start playing this swelling, maybe patriotic uh, music that has a chord structure of, say, open fifths, and it's heroic in nature. You listen to it, you know, your chest swells, the buttons pop off your vest. It's great to be an American. Either party. They do that for emotional intent. Well, okay, obviously. But they're trying to get you invested to make you feel good. Do you realize that the government actually has programs out there uh, that they spend millions, if not billions of dollars on uh, making you feel good about your purchases, be it a, be it a house, uh, the loans you've taken, the food that you eat, the cars you buy, whatever it is, you've already made the purchase, but it's to make you feel good about that purchase. And those commercials exist or those programs exist with the use of music as well to give you a sense of satisfaction about what you've done. Mm. Music is a powerful tool that can inspire intense, usually pleasurable feelings, usually. It does something chemically to our brains when we hear and hear it and perform it. Think about the ways humans use music. We make playlists to seduce. You remember uh, the Jack Nicholson movie, As Good As It Gets? He, he makes this CD uh, collection uh, for a, a drive out in the country with Helen Hunt. And he's made this playlist. And he thinks it's going to be just the thing to set the mood. And Hunt wants nothing to do with it. Why? He didn't know who she was in reality. He was hoping to work his magic on her when his magic really wasn't at all her frequency. It was a different vibe and uh, it kind of backfired on him. So we make playlists to seduce, to set a rhythm during both, say, sex and exercise. Uh, it stores deep down inside us and it can enhance our palate, a taste of, of what we really want in life if it's good. Or if it's painful, sometimes we use it to whip ourselves with, uh, to uh, pick at wounds and to make it even worse. The manipulative power of music has had a negative side too. We make playlists to soundtrack our sadness. Um, movies use it to scare us by tapping into a primal fear of minor chords in the brain. The CIA, by the way, has weaponized this to torture detainees. They use it, uh, there's, again, you always, a lot of people hear the thing, but if you play a major chord, it's, it's happy and such, and then they'll play a minor chord, and it's noticeably darker, and it impacts you. Well, if you're not aware of that, and as I've mentioned in a recent uh, podcast, your awareness or lack of awareness of your triggers is going to allow that music to impact you in a good or bad way. If it's good, probably because you're aware of it and you're using that. You're having a bad day. I better put on some, I don't know, George Strait or Led Zeppelin, whatever your thing is. 
But uh, if you're not having a good day and you just go for the sad stuff, then you're picking at wounds. Music does activate our biological reward system, uh, along with food, sex, money, drugs, explains a psychologist and professional pianist, Marina uh Korsakova. There are clear biological motivations for the importance of food, sex, drugs that science can explain. But explaining why a non-necessity like music gives us a chemical shot of pleasure is difficult to rationalize. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people like to talk to me about, gosh, it's amazing what you do. It's it's the research and the things that are out there about music. I just never knew. I just listened to the radio. Okay. Yeah. But when they ask me, why does music do that? Scientists are really left shrugging their shoulders. We know it taps into the emotional part of the brain. But how? We'll dig into a little bit of that when we come back. This is John Chester, Power of a Positive Playlist on the Mighty OBBM. Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bradas, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Amanat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train. Welcome back. John Chester, Power of a Positive Playlist. The name of this particular show is Dirt and the Brownies, or Music and Politics. So let's circle back to how we started. I told you a story about when I was working with at-risk youth and the three pans of brownies, remember? Yeah. So are you one of the types that just wants to taste that dirt? Yeah, probably not. But on the other hand, you probably can. Uh, there are some people that don't know that that the dirt is even in there. Um, I'm telling you there's dirt in some of these brownies. That music is loaded with emotional triggering content that is normally good. That's why we like the Beach Boys. Yahoo! You know, way down in Kokomo and, and, and whatever. Have fun, fun, fun till daddy takes the T-bird away. Uh, or it can be very sad like it's a heartache by... Uh, 
people that, gosh, that song's been covered by so many people. But you have to be aware of that these songs are built certain ways with the major chords, the minor chords, the beats per minute, the chords progressions. All these things are in place to elicit a response. Now, you'll, you can talk to groups like Journey back when they were out there putting the music out, and people would say, why don't you try something really different? And they'll say, eh, well, we did, but nobody ever listens to it. It's not put out on the radio uh, or it doesn't market well. Why? Again, what I said about radio uh, is very true. It has a very narrow bandwidth, so to speak, of emotional manipulation that it does. It wants to make you, because it wants to help you have a party or it wants to pick at the wounds a little bit. And they design what's called their clocks as far as the flow of the music a certain way. When I was working in radio, uh, at the top of the hour, it had to be right out of the shoot after the station identification had to be this upbeat piece. And then the first bit was all uh, along with the same flow. Then you could start bringing it down a bit and they'd bring it back up at the bottom of the hour. And uh, it had a flow that they expected for manipulation. Uh, when you are working uh, commercial music, they have an, a, a design, a style for whatever the product is to sell it and give you a sense of emotional accomplishment about making that kind of choice. And even though there's tons of uh, people that have maybe bought that antiperspirant or shampoo or whatever, uh, they're still going to play that commercial because they're going to, the buyers are going to look at it and go, gosh, I'm so glad I bought that because that's popular. And the music sells that even more. So, if we believe that music is just for a party, because there's radio stations here in the DFW area that'll say it's that, what is it, the Friday night party train. And you'll hear a lot of the same old songs. You'll hear Journey and Katrina and the Waves, and you'll hear uh, REO and the, the old classic stuff. And you might hear a little bit more recent, but they're playing the old classics because one, we have already predicted it. Remember the talk I was doing about music and many forms of art we identify with our culture? Music has a predictability. We like pop music because of its predictability. People who don't like pop music do so because they don't like the patterns. They like their music a little bit raw, a little bit more over the edge, a little bit... Uh, kind of like being in a corn maze that doesn't really have any rhyme or reason or an exit. They like that feeling. They like being off the map. Is that wrong? No, it's just different. And stop diagnosing, by the way, parents, your child, if they if they listen to uh, music you don't like. Again, if you listen to Pink Floyd and your kid's listening to uh, something else that you've never heard of, it doesn't mean their music sucks. It means that you just haven't kept up. You need to be listening to what your kids are listening to because there's dirt in the brownies, y'all. You have to be aware of what they're consuming. So uh, I'll tell you a quick story. This is, this is great. I was teaching my middle child how to drive and she's a real natural with it. And, but she can be a little bit of a nervous driver. And she's the one I had on my show the other day. Anyway, I, she, always starts the car and she buckles up and works the mirrors. And then all of a sudden she gets her phone out and she, she pushes this one playlist. And I said, what are we listening to? Why? 
She's my kid. Two, I want to know what I'm subjected to. And by the way, their music doesn't suck. You're just behind ball. You need to catch up. So then she goes, well, I've got a playlist. I said, what's the playlist? She goes, and she shows it to me. And it's called Dad in the Car. <laughs> she plays it whenever I'm driving, whenever she's driving, and I'm in the, in the passenger seat. And it's this really cool music. I don't know most of it, but it helps her calm down because the list isn't for me. It's for her. And so she has these patterns that she uses in this playlist because it's ultra familiar to her. Like my generation would have known Hey Jude or or uh, Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 or something. And, and that's a pattern. I'm used to the song doing this. And we love those patterns because it gives us peace. It gives us anticipation with resolution. But if these patterns are negative triggers, then you're ingesting something that's going to be having a negative impact on you and it's going to come out on you in negative frequencies. People are going to smell it on you, folks. Okay. And you're too good a soul to really be listening to something that's harming you or, and this is strange, but it's true, harming your kids. How? Free Bird's a fine song, I guess. I liked it for about two and a half weeks. Then I got sick and tired of the guy saying, I'm a bird that cannot change, and which means he didn't want to grow up and be attached. If you disagree, you're wrong. But nevertheless, the point is this. If it makes you feel a negative way and you take that out on your kids or your coworkers, you're the problem. Start ingesting something that makes you a more positive soul. Then you'll start getting more of your goals. Then you'll start getting more of what you really want instead of sitting at home bitching by the radio. Okay? Start being something that you know you can be. And you can start doing that by your music. My name is John Chester. I'm a music therapist, best-selling author, and the host of this powerful playlist, The Power of Positive Playlist on the Mighty OBBM. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening listening to Power of a Positive Playlist with music therapist and life coach John Ivor Chester on the OBBM Network podcast. Power of a Positive Playlist airs each Monday and Wednesday at noon central and 5 p.m. central on OBBM radio in the Offbeat Business app or get the OBBM Network podcast on demand in podcast directories everywhere. For more insight or to book John for speaking or hire John for your therapeutic environments, go to IvorChester.com.